1: I got a 13.
0: Hey, that's pretty good. With that, you can tell there's some fantasy situations going on. You hear some adult language. And with that, you can tell this podcast probably isn't for kids. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I am Brian. And I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons & Dragons, from Shining Shields to Shiesty Shadows. And today, we're talking about the Shatter Kai. All right, Brian. I'm ready. Let's go
2: back to the Shadowfell.
0: Shadowfell. Shout out to Josh Freeland. Just right at, right off the get. The first Shadow Kai I ever role played next to Oh yeah, yeah. I like Rosden. I good do character. like Rosden.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk about the Shadowkai Kai today. And um they're one of my favorite um playable races. Mm-hmm. They always have been. Um I was introduced to them in 4E. Um they've gone through a few iterations.
0: Right. Like their clothes aren't as uh, popular at Hot Topic these days, but they used to be. But they used to be. Right. It's very, that's very <laughs> true. They're the goth scene of, of the they D&D. Are.
2: They're the goth slash emo scene of D&D. <laughs> so uh, the, in, there's a 3.5 version of Shadowkai Kai where they're like originally like these fey people Okay, that turn to the shadow.
0: Right, because aren't they technically an offshoot of elves or is that new lore?
2: That's very new lore. Okay, cool. Um, in 4E, they were retconned to be humans, that like kind of Turn to the Shadowfell and the Raven Queen, which we're going to get into all the origin stories probably later after we like break down a lot of the other stuff about them. And then more recently in 5e, they've now become a sub-race of elves. There's a lot to say about that, and we'll get to that that eventually. So basically, the way I've structured this episode is we are going to talk about all the stuff before 5e first. This is the established lore. This is everything up until about two or three months ago when guidance came out. And then... We'll get into the 5e stuff. Let's roll it out like a pie crust, my man. Indeed. What do we got? So, um, well, first, I'm going to drink some Hydration
0: water. is critical to <laughs> the ability to speak and mm-hmm. for speaking for a long period of time.
2: Okay. And you're right.
0: That was the best filler I had. Okay. Well, it, was, it was pretty good. Okay. <laughs> let's so, get into
2: originally, the, <laughs> the Kai were depicted as slender and slight humanoids that seemed to be drained of all color. Like their mm. skin ranges from dusky gray to pale white, their hair, too, ranges from like shock white to pitch black. Or anything in between. um, They're grayscale, basically. Um, The shadows around these people seem darker and deeper than natural. Uh, Their eyes are also solid black with neither a sclera or pupil.
0: Wow. They're okay. really creepy looking in, yeah, in totally. a lot of
2: ways. Um they also are noted to have a plethora of body and face tattoos and a multitude of iron body and face piercings. That's very commonplace amongst the Shatter Kai. We're gonna get into why a little bit later. So they love pain. They 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 embrace pain very much. <laughs> Not only are they a people that live in the Shadowfell, but they're literally infused with its power. Right. Kind of like how the Eladrin, the way they're depicted now, are infused with the yeah. power of the Fae. Just like
0: the fey, the Fey energy is just like filtering through their every, every, every mm-hmm. emotion, every being.
2: Yep, exactly. Um, because of this, they're... Uh, exceptionally gifted at the art of stealth and right. are even able to hide in plain sight if there's uh, an appropriate
0: amount of, like, shadow. <laughs> it's like Drax in Infinity War, where he's like, I'm <laughs> practicing being invisible. Like, my exactly. movements are slow, so so slow, they're imperceptible. Indeed. How long have
2: you been there? An hour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, they just um, don't move. They just stand still, yeah. and if they're obscured from light, they're good. Exactly. That, nice. For the most part, yeah. Um, in 4th edition,
2: they could teleport and at the end of their teleportation they would become incorporeal for a moment. Ooh. So they could kind of phase in and out of like reality in a way.
0: Yeah, it's like uh like frame like frames in video games after you get hurt. Right. Like you, sure. You've got invincibility frames on you. Exactly. Yeah, That's nice. very much, very much like that.
2: <laughs> there was even a feat you could take in four E where you can make it so your character was capable of using shadows to travel. So it was like, if there's a shadow within 60 feet of you, you could disappear and reappear out of it. Hell yeah, that's super cool. Kind of like Cloak from Cloak and Dagger in Marvel Comics. Okay, he, sure. Except for him, he was like going into his cloak, but in this case it would be, you just travel from shadow to shadow. Yeah, it's um, it's like a portal gun. Yes, yeah, like sort the of. Game, the game portal. Sure, yeah. So Shadowkai are also noted for their expertise in dexterity combat styles, and they have um, a signature favored weapon in spiked chains. Nice. It's kind of like what they do. They,
0: yeah. Yeah. So there it is, man. Let's just like Rosden was the Shatter. Kai. Oh yeah, no, yeah. So far, Freeland leaned into the whole Shatter Kai thing. Yeah, you spike chains and Dex base mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. nice, nice.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, magic is also an art form that they're they're known for pursuing. Um, they're usually known for wielding like necrotic type spells or uh, illusionist type spells. Okay, um, but they they definitely excel at magic. Um, so the main thing about the Shatter-Kai pre-fifth edition is, regardless of its whether it was three point five or fourth edition, they suffered from an affliction known as the Shadow Curse. Um, the reason like Sasuke? is <laughs> no, not like Sasuke. <laughs> okay. Um, the The reason uh, it, it differs between three point five and four e, but it essentially operates the same. But uh, so basically, due to their connection with the Shadowfell, their souls are doomed to be lost and absorbed by the plane. Oh, fuck. Um, okay, their souls in fact are loosely bound to their bodies even during life and they're in constant danger of basically their soul dissipating into shadow at oh, any given right. time and yeah. that's
0: why they need that like adrenaline
2: mm-hmm. junkie boost indeed if a shadow kai isn't is knocked unconscious or comes close to death they risk losing uh a bit of their soul right okay. even at that moment every time they oh, lose, like
0: it's like sand in a jar like, like some sand of in a jar away? exactly oh
2: and if they lose some they also lose some of their ability to resist
0: right so and then they like start turning a into slope. a snake and like maybe they could pour some of that sand into like a locket or something no no
2: no no, no they just
0: begin to dissipate they don't i don't know
2: don't. what you're referencing I'm harry harry potter Oh, okay. Voldemort. <laughs> okay. Specifically Voldemort. Gotcha. Rearrange
0: the letters in Shatter Kai. Oh my god, it's Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: hilarious.
2: Um, so so it takes great will to resist this pull on their soul. Right. Okay. And um, the pull actually gets worse if they leave the Shadowfell. Okay. It's like um I I, I guess like a bungee cord where sure. the further they get away, the more the the resistance mm. uh, grows or whatever.
0: Um as of, a like, curse, fortify their spirit. Mm-hmm. It's like, could you like this? Sounds like monkish in a way, where you could like meditate and maybe like maybe contain some of that.
2: I, I'd allow it. I'd allow some exploration of that for sure in my game. Okay. So, as the curse inevitably works over a Shatterkite's lifetime, the victim will find themselves given to fits and bouts of ennui or melancholy, depression. Um, they just they lose their fight as they right. keep going. So, when a Shadow Kai does give in to the curse, not only is their soul absorbed, but their body that they leave behind becomes this, like, undead horror That's stalks oh, Okay. Yeah, no, they got a real bad
0: rap, dude. That's right, because in the Shadowfell... Undead. For how much undead that shouldn't be there, there's an awful lot. Oh, yeah. lots. It's like the plane of undead, in a way. Yeah, to but a like, certain it's degree. like the anti-law. Right. Like the lawful side of the Shadowfell is like anti-undead, right? Like death. Wait, The Raven Queen is supposed to be against undead. Right, the OG. Right, well, we're going to talk about the
2: Raven Queen a little bit today because yeah. there's a lot of changes with her. We're, sure we're not going to get super deep into it, but we have to touch on some of it. <clears throat> so, okay. So in order to battle this Shadow Curse, the Shadow Kai culture has come to embrace extreme lifestyles because... When you when you fall into the boredom and the depression and whatnot, and you you lose your resistance,
0: and you basically yeah, it's like your soul is at risk. Your soul is at risk. So that's why you go out and you buy a BMX bike. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, and you yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's why you get into motocross and skydiving mm-hmm, and mm-hmm.
2: shark Indeed. tank diving. Indeed. You got to skydive every day to stay alive. Most days. So embracing strong emotions, peak experiences, and pain, uh, especially, help them keep their focus, and it makes them feel alive, and it helps bind their soul to their body. So because of this, you're gonna. That's why you get like the excessive tattooing and body piercing. Uh, there's also a lot of scarification that they do to themselves. Yeah, um, it's, it's just very common because you got to do what it, what it takes to to keep your soul bound.
0: Right. I like that section of the culture. And then there's a subsect of the culture that's like um, Nitro Circus, like Travis Pastrana. Sure. Sa- Travis <laughs> Pastrana is a shatter guy. Okay. He's doing the, he's (laughs) he's jumping buses, evil Knievel style to make sure his soul
2: is bound to his body. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, Extreme self uh, flagellation will be used to bring themselves back from the edge. Like, fucking break a bone, dude. Like, oh man, a bone? Really? Do do whatever it takes if you're about to slip. Well, yeah, I guess
0: like if you really need to break your pinky finger or whatever, you could just do that. And
2: yeah, exactly. It, yeah, I would say, like, I yeah, you're not going to break, break your my pinky femur. right now if I wanted if to. If you wanted to. But and I'm not
0: going to do that ever. And it'd bring
2: you back from the edge. Yeah. Indeed. No. <laughs> Never that close. So, so obviously the shadow curse has psychologically messed up the shadow Kai in a big way. Not only must they fight off obliteration basically on a daily basis, but they're also cursed to stay on this plane of despair while they do it because if they leave, it gets worse. Right. So you got to stay in this shitty place and... Not give in to the despair of how shitty it is. Okay. Or or you die a, a shitty death. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So man, that sucks. Yeah, it does suck, man. <laughs> so um, because of this, the Shatterkai have kind of become known to be like these bitter, cruel, and grim people. They have a propensity for violence because... Violence kind of like makes them feel alive. It's a adrenaline.
0: Yeah, rush, it like so. propagates the the thing they're trying to do, mm-hmm. like to keep bound to mm-hmm. the, to the plane. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And they tend to take one of like two major paths in life. One is like a path of hedonism and violence, basically. Um, like you know, you just revel in whatever extreme emotions you can get. Your your hands on you know what i mean you're like
0: hanging out at a biker bar every night i guess so and you're so. you're just beating the shit out of everybody so
2: there's a certain level of promiscuity to the shatter kai uh self-mutilation violence against themselves and others like looking for fights and all this other stuff and you're playing just,
0: that knife game where you're like hitting the negative space between yeah, your fingers yeah like exactly just, russian roulette and all kinds of other yeah. stuff too you know yeah. some people they read newspapers in like their downtime mm-hmm. you're, you're doing the knife game
2: yeah yeah. So the other path that they can take though is one of a pursuit of self-glory in order to asc- attain some form of immortality because like they're constantly having to fight basically becoming nothing. <laughs> so they want to leave something behind. Okay. So they'll they'll pursue they'll they will pursue greatness whether it's like becoming a great warrior or a powerful mage. They want to make a name for themselves and pursuing notoriety works for them on kind of two levels. Number one, uh, number one being what I just said, where, well, actually three levels. Number one, they get to be remembered. Number two,
0: this focus helps them fight off the curse. Yeah, so, I was going to say, like, being a, a goal oriented really keeps you occupied.
2: Yeah. Uh, another thing is the Shadowfell is a fucking dangerous place. So becoming a legendary badass really works, you know, in your favor.
1: Yeah, like, totally. You might as well, right? And I mean,
0: <laughs> so, like, even so, like, it that makes adventuring feasible, because if you're trying to go do dangerous shit all the time, that's what adventuring is all about. Right. Exactly. Works it Works for me. Mm-hmm. Now,
2: some Shatterkai have turned to religion. This really depends on your setting. Uh, specifically in 4e and 5e, um, the Shatterkai are dedicated to the Raven Queen. Um, and in Forgotten Realms... There is a city called Ikemu, where Shadarkai live. Ikemu is kind of an interesting city because it exists simultaneously in the Shadowfell and in the Underdark. Kind of rides that, like, twilight zone. Nice. And the Shadarkai there are known to be dedicated to the god Tempest, god of battle. Okay. Which is fitting for them. You know, they're a warrior-type people and whatnot. And the religion helps keep them focused. Now... I don't know if being dedicated to a god, besides the Raven Queen, which we'll get into later, circumvents the shadow curse. Like, you know, I know if like if you worship a deity, usually you get to go to that deity's divine realm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, I don't know if it works out like that. You would think it would. Yeah. But at the same time, if it does, why aren't all the, all the shadow kai religious? Because if there was a way to
0: escape oblivion, like, you'd think they would all take it. Maybe it's just kind of um it's like up in the air whether or not it's true. So Yeah,
2: but at the same time when it comes to D and D, like all these things that would be questions in our reality, because no one really knows, like, you know, when, when it comes to the whole religion and creation thing and souls and all that stuff, um, it, it's defined in D D. Well, yeah. You know that good and evil exist and that the gods exist and like you know what happens to your soul
0: after you die. You yeah. Know what I mean? And like magic is not as amb- ambiguous as exactly. it is in the real world. Exactly. Like so. magic is kind of contrived in in Earth. So, I
2: I would think that it circumvents the curse, but I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe, I mean, it could still be ambiguous. It could be like one of the only gods, like uh, realms in the pantheon that, like, is ambiguous. And they're like, I guess some of us will try it because that's what works for me. Yeah. Yeah. With that being said, let's take a short rest. Let's do it. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash DungeonCast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash DungeonCast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash DungeonCast.
1: As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey everybody, welcome to the part of the
0: episode where we're leaving the goth and emo scene behind in favor of a uh, more uh, tranquil scene where we take naps, eat snacks, and hydrate. Mm-hmm. A um, short rest, yeah. Yeah, we also preach love. Thank you guys for listening to the Dungeon Cast. Uh, we really do appreciate you and love all of our listeners very much. Um, thanks to everybody who leaves an iTunes review or a comment. Those things really help us out. Tweeting about the show, talking to people about the show. Um, that is really invaluable to us and we appreciate everybody we see doing it. So, yeah, thanks again, guys. Thank you, everyone. We really appreciate it. Um, if you're looking for other ways to support us, you can totally do that. If you go to patreon.com slash the dungeon cast, there are a lot of exciting things happening there right now. Um, $5 tier is great. tier has gotten a bonus with the superhero game being underway. Mm -hmm. Um, That should be uploading every two weeks or so. And then we have plans for stuff to start dropping into the $20 tier. Indeed. There are some like material bonuses you get for the $20 tier, but now we're going to have some intangible, listenable things. Actual content. The actual content. um, As I uh, reclaim my life slowly from (laughs) moving from a 14 hour a day job to an eight hour position with more money <laughs> i am uh finding the time to uh pump more into these projects which mm-hmm. is much more rewarding sorry indeed. normal day job <laughs> um so yeah you guys supporting us it it really is like this is this is one of my passions and i really 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 can't thank you guys enough thank you guys so much for helping support this um i'd be doing it anyway right will indeed yeah indeed we so. would Thanks a lot, guys. Um, find us on soundcloud.com slash dungeoncast or anywhere you can get uh, pot- your podcasts. Find us on YouTube. I mentioned Patreon. We're at the dungeoncast on Twitter. If you want to send us an email, thedungeoncast at gmail.com. Man, I'm getting good at this shit. Indeed. Well, yeah. We're okay. a well
2: oiled machine here at the dungeoncast.
0: I know, right? <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay, guys. Thanks there. a lot again. And right. we'll see you on, uh, on the other side of the snap. Let's get back to the show. Okay. Well, yeah. That's the part. Let's get back to the show.
1: <laughs>
2: Okay, so it's it's story time yet again.
0: Another Will Story Corner. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of that going on these yeah, days. Yeah, man. So, uh, actually, I got a few stories, and they're all pretty short, because basically, I'm going to tell you the origin of each version of the Shadarkai. So, in 3.5, the origin is, it's a little vague, but it's also pretty straightforward. Um, essentially, the Shadarkai were once a fey uh, people. Okay. Not elves. It's not, it's not specified. It doesn't matter. But they were basically a fey people. Uh, who, it, near the beginning of, like, the rise of civilization, began to fear the rise of humans, elves, and dwarves to power. Okay. Uh, basically, they um, they attempt to develop, like, powerful shadow magics to, to rise to power themselves. And eventually, they make a pact with one of the dark powers from the Shadowfell. Or in this in this era, it was just the plane of shadow. Okay. Um. Basically, the the pact was that the the dark powers were going to give them the ability to shroud the world into like an eternal twilight nice. where they would become the dominant race. That's
0: really cool. Um, it
2: failed spectacularly, and they became shadow cursed instead. Oh man, it's
0: just it's the same entity that governs the shadow, uh, that controls Peter Pan shadow. It's um, it's just mischievous at the end of the day. I know, right. <laughs> So that's that's a, the rumor. That's a word on the street. That's not canon. So so there's your
2: 3.5 origin. Pretty, again, vague but straightforward.
0: And very, very um, enticing. That's cool.
2: Yeah, there's a lot you could do there. I, I, I really like that origin. So let's move on to 4E. Um, now, this 4E origin is not the Forgotten Realms 4E origin, which I'm not even going to talk about because I don't care. Oh, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> sure. It's like, I don't know, there's like... This very this kingdom, and they slip into the Shadowfell, and that I have already made it sound ten times more interesting than it is. So oh. <laughs> let's let's move It's like move Barovia,
0: on. except it just like landslided into this other area. Yeah. Okay, and sure.
2: I, I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know it very well. I I attempted to read it. It was incredibly boring and dry. And it doesn't even matter because it's not the Forgotten Realms lore anymore. So no point in talking about it. Sure. But we are going to talk about the 4e vanilla lore, if you will, because 4e had its own setting. Right. It was it's it was called the Nentir Vale. But um, okay, sure. But anyways,
0: long Where everything ago, is quantified.
2: Where everything is quantified. Long ago, the Shatterkai were a human tribe in the mortal world. Uh, this particular tribe had an extreme fear of death for some unexplained reason. They just really... I mean, that's one of the most of common fears it in is, humans. It is, but for some reason this tribe just couldn't let Super it go. Super extra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, to the point that where they even dabble in uh, necromancy to help postpone death. Oh, man. Uh, it doesn't really work out for them. Eventually, the tribe turns to the goddess of death herself, the Raven Queen, and asks her to help them overcome their fears. <laughs> not prolong their life, just like, like not we, necessarily. We Maybe just, they weren't specific enough and they got monkey pod. Maybe it's possible in either a rare act of compassion or cold calculation. Um, the Raven Queen decides to help. She takes them under her wing and she teaches them about the inevitability of death and like how it is natural and not something that should be feared, but something that should be. Oh, she tries to therapy them into accepting it. Basically, um, she also promises to protect them and reshape the greatest among them into her sorrow sworn. Oh, cool. Which are, like her private um, paladins they're like almost like angels of death
0: oh shit will, it's like of. that okay it's like that yeah
2: so they they be kind of become indoctrinated grim reapers they're grim reapers yeah okay um they kind of become indoctrinated and well not kind of they do become indoctrinated they join the raven queen on the in the shadow fell and they overcome their fear of death
0: It's literally sounds like kravitz from the adventure zone
2: um I mean, yeah kravitz would definitely be a Sarsworn. nice for sure
0: um so, their prolonged
2: exposure to the Shadowfell changes them, and also you, they get the Shadow Curse because of it, but those who serve the Raven Queen know that their souls are secure with her. Okay. So, they don't fear death.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: So, there, so there that
0: is. They, they got the knowledge. They know what's going to go down when they okay. die.
2: Indeed. So, let's talk about 5e Shatterkai, um, because it's it's the most current edition. This is, like, this is the official lore now. Okay. I don't know how many people are going to use it, but- but here it is. So the Shadarkai have now been turned into the descendants of a group of elves that were banished by a failed ritual alongside
0: the Raven Queen. They were banished by a failed ritual? So so they're doing something and then it breaks bad and they become this? So we're, the, the Raven Queen's going to get another
2: episode because right. there's a whole story to tell there. But basically. Yeah, this is all
0: po- post Mordekind's Tome of Foes stuff.
2: Yes, but basically, while Loth, Loth and Corlan are having their war. Or very strong debate. very unclear. Um, This other elven queen, whose name is forgotten uh, to time, basically started rising to power. And she seemed like she was kind of a good person. And uh, We'll tell that story later. Anyways, she gets a group of people that are like worshipping her. Not worshipping her, but she gains enough power that she's really close to godhood. Oh, sure. Okay. So there's a group of people that are really behind what she's doing that become they, they become called the Kai and basically they start worshipping her and giving their souls to her to help her get to deity you know?
0: oh man okay
2: and which is really weird I, I don't really It's uh, I don't know I mean it, souls
0: we've established like souls, uh, and souls are, are currency her. yeah yeah like,
2: and they are a currency for sure and there, there ends up being a group of wizards that like try and take advantage of the situation and siphoning, siphoning off souls to their own power. See, bank robbers essentially, yeah. and they, the Robin Hoods of the soul realm, right? And there, there's a ritual going on to 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 get her to ascend to godhood, and they start doing this thing during the ritual. She realizes it. She backlashes on these wizards it all breaks bad the ritual fucking banishes because they thought they had
0: enough and then they got to the cash register and they checked their wallet and they were short like five bucks yeah five souls or whatever Mm -hmm. and it was like ah nope banished to the back of going to jail yeah going to jail
2: (laughs) so yeah so they they all get banished to the to the shadow fella or whatever the the elf who is who becomes the raven queen she actually dies and then risen from her body is a thing that we will call the Raven Queen from now well, on. Well, that's
0: fitting, like, to have been through death would create understanding. Yeah. Well, by the way, the Raven Queen no longer has anything to do with death, like, at all. Except for the fact that they died. Except for the fact that she's dead. So some other god of death, like, helped them. So no. basically, we're, are we defaulting back to Davy Jones then? Oh, that's only if you die at sea. Never mind. <laughs> no,
2: she'll get her own episode. I don't okay. want to talk about her right now because we're we just I just needed to give you that yeah. information. So, the Shatterkai that were banished with her are descendants of the elves that were okay. The Shatterkai are descendants of the elves that were banished with the Raven Queen. Okay, you got that? Yes, they're in the Shadowfell. Yes, uh, there they still serve her, and these Shatterkai look like elves that have become bald, old, and withered. Oh. And they basically, their elven beauty has been robbed by the terrible magics that they were involved with. Okay. Um, Because of their hideous faces, they wear masks. um, And their masks are also of terrible visages. So I don't even know why they're doing that. Yeah, what the hell? Just like Uh,
0: rock your normal face. For some reason.
2: (laughs) Yeah, for some reason, when they leave the Shadowfell, they get their youth and beauty back. Because that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay. so wipe. Stay there. Yeah. The the because they're devoted to the Raven Queen, and because um, the Raven Queen holds on to their souls, they're basically immortal. So whenever a Shattercide dies, the new Raven Queen now preserves her soul and reincarnates them into a new Shattercide. Okay. So for them, death
0: is a very temporary state. So this is just like elves. Like, these are just new elves. They're
2: just... Shadow elves are ugly and bald for no reason, and they're essentially just the little minions of the Raven Queen, and they're constantly being sent on missions to collect objects of sorrowful memories for her. And uh, these Shadow Kai do not have the Shadow Curse, and th- rather than being, like, extreme people, they are largely extremely emotionless and vicious, very gray of mood. They're very bland. I am
0: I hate this. Okay, so it's not just... so. Okay, so the look of 4E Shatter Shatterkai are grayscale, but their mm-hmm. their personality and emotions are very colorful in terms of like mm-hmm. these extreme things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. But now it seems that in this lore, they're taking that grayscale from the outside and just like pushing it all to the inside and squeezing all the all the good juicy color out of everything.
2: Very much so, and f- also made them ugly for some reason, except for when you don't want them to be, which may- doesn't make sense.
0: Right? Okay, so. Th- <laughs> It kind of sounds like they went for, like, a streamline of it. Like, hey, why are we going for this, like, gray, emotionless thing, and we're not, like—but they they act like this. But they're not. Like, the whole point of the Shatter Kai is
2: their life is a conflict of falling into despair, and the
0: way they fight that is through extreme—like, extreme like extremism. Right, and this version is, like, there's no need for that. You just are— you have fallen to yeah. the despair and yeah. you just are the embodiment of despair yeah. completely. Which sounds horrible to roleplay, If you ask me. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, to me, yeah. I mean, it I, sounds boring and stupid. <laughs> well, you could, I mean, I thought some things about the Kenku and then I just saw our, our, our listenership just like pour ideas out. And I'm like, uh, I mean, I've always liked, I think the Kenku are cool. They're yeah, unique. But but like, like, there were...
2: Okay. There's a difference between being difficult to role play and sucking to role play. Like it would suck to be boring and emotionless. And then if you're not doing that, well then you're not going with the lore, which is fine. Like absolutely do that. That's what I would do. But I mean, my point is like, this is not great lore and it's not just because it's new. I think that there's a lot of new lore that's really good. Even like the Corallon and Lolf stuff, which I'm not the biggest fan of, it's still good storytelling, it's good lore, you know what I mean? But this
0: to me it's just not great. I mean, it does seem boring, but what I was trying to get at mm-hmm. was like maybe our listenership, if you guys want to leave comments on our stuff about like <laughs> if do you think this is interesting or yeah, like do you have some like interesting to hear spins on this yeah. cuz like Y'all change my mind. I go from an episode where I talk about something and I have a certain opinion. And Mm -hmm. a lot of time, it's the first time I'm hearing about a subject. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Let me know what you think, because I love reading that stuff. Yeah, Especially if you have something, an interesting spin on it. Those are really good.
2: I agree. I really, I'd love to hear what you guys think about them becoming elves and just the change in the lore, which lore you prefer. Right. I know I personally prefer the old lore. Just because it's really juicy and what's the word I'm looking for? It's very uh, compelling.
0: Yeah, I, I personally, if you're gonna put, present it like this to me, mm-hmm. I'm picking the old one for right, sure.
2: Right. So let's get into actual mechanics of of what the the Shadar race get as a playable race. Now. Number one, they are elves, so they're mm-hmm. gonna get all the elven stuff: the plus two to dexterity, the dark vision, the being better than the you, being better than you, right. <laughs> the the perception. Uh, I believe they get a perception. Uh, Elven eyes. Um proficiency. Okay. Yeah. And uh what did they see? What do they see, uh, they do they see, see everything. with their elven eyes? They, they see it all. They see shadows. Uh, yeah, indeed. But the stuff that they get that's specific to their to their sub races, uh plus one to constitution. I guess this is because they have to endure. Here's Sadness. what gets me. They don't have the shadow
0: curse anymore.
2: So they're so, not enduring, you know, they're not being resilient in that way. But I guess they have to be resilient against the bullshit. So
0: Yeah, like um, you're resilient against like heartbreak because you don't have emotions. I guess so. Okay. <laughs> sure. You also get resistance to, necr- to necrotic
2: damage, which is fitting and good. That's actually really good because there's a lot of necrotic damage out there. Um
0: isn't the shadow so the shadow fell like the anti-fay kind of in a lot of yeah, ways yeah
2: it's it's supposed to be the opposite is this like how they're kind of leaning into that one is vibrant, one is dull right one is full of life, one is full of death yeah, yeah. I, like one maybe, is
0: whimsical, one is dreary I feel like they're just like well we need to lean into this established thing we but they were trying didn't to go because it, it was already leaned into. I guess so. Like the whole—that's just point. like a different spin on it, almost. I guess it's just
2: a different spin on it, yeah. Uh, the the biggest feature they get is called Blessing of the Raven Queen. As a bonus action, you can magically teleport up to 30 feet uh, to an unoccupied space you can see. Once you use this trait, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest. Okay. Starting at third level, you also gain resistance to all damage when you teleport using this trait. This resistance lasts until you start... Until the start of your next turn. During that time, you appear ghostly and translucent. So you
0: get six seconds of invincibility
2: frames. Yeah, exactly. So nice. it's exactly what That's I That's a long time
0: for invincibility frames. Oh, yeah, for sure. But
2: I, I I love the flavor of that. It's like you teleport. But you teleported because you came this uh, incorporeal
0: phantom. Right, okay. And then you're
2: like... I like the I almost like the idea of the reason that like for around you stay like that. It's because it's hard for your soul to get back into its. Yeah, body. you're like
0: trying to like rebuild your shape yeah. back together. Yeah, but again, that only that makes more sense like, with the shadow curse, which these shadow Kai don't have anymore. That's like the fast travel system that the uh, followers of Voldemort use in, in Harry Potter, like yeah, the, in the, the movies. Death eaters, yeah, yeah, de- Death Eaters. Right, right. when mm-hmm. they when they like become incorporeal looking and they like they're like yeah. this flying shadow blob. Yeah, exactly. They like appear and like they the, the the tail of their shadow has like spill back in and like. You see their body reform. Yeah. I so like cool that. Cool CGI. That's, I'm picturing it for this. Uh, cool flavor. Maybe a little more wobbly, a little less like defined black, more mm-hmm. like translucent stuff, like you're saying here.
2: But I like it. Cool flavor. So that's the Shatter That's before and the now. Any questions? Any comments? Why? Why what?
0: Why touch it? Why touch what? Shatter I think that's there, my question. Yeah,
2: I think I well, I mean I'm not big on the 5e ones, but I I was Pretty big on the forty ones. I thought they were. Well, that's what
0: I mean. Is like, why touch that?
2: Yeah, why touch it? Like, you already had really good establishments. Is it because they attached
0: attached the? uh, Touch the redid the Raven Queen. They got to redo all the associations. I guess so. I guess that was their
2: idea. They they wanted to fit the Raven Queen into Forgotten Realms because she doesn't. She didn't exist there before. So they spun new lore for the elves. General, does
0: this fit in? Is this like a piece of the puzzle for something bigger? Does this fit into like something else they're trying to do in five E lore? I don't know because there was already Forgotten Realms lore for the Shadar Kai. like that's there, so strange.
2: Which uh, the reason I didn't really talk about it is number one, it it wasn't all that great in the first place, but like
0: it it. It's completely changed now, so there's no point in talking about it. And they really threw me some curveballs in Mordenkainen's, for sure.
2: Yeah, a lot of stuff was uh, pretty surprising. I, I still think Mordenkainen's is great. And oh, yeah, it's, it's been a good a book, great book, for sure. But Just a couple things. like A couple things have definitely been curveballs, for sure, like you yeah. said. So, with that being said, I think we can call it a game. Yeah, I think we should. Okay, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for
1: listening. <clears throat>
0: We're we calling a nap now. No, that's what I do <laughs> in my short rest. Okay.
1: <laughs> Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine,
0: erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The
1: heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January second